0: I'm Katie Sewell, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Tiffany Parks. Hello, and welcome to The Bittersweet Life. I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. I'm kind of inspired today a little bit by Katie's bittersweet moment of last week, in which she was pretty personal and opened up not just with what she's doing to get through this very difficult time, uh, but also she shared some of her writing, which was a very personal thing um, and vulnerable thing to do. So I'm not going to share any of my writing today, but I am going to take a little bit of inspiration for her, from her and share Something that's a little bit more personal than what I usually talk about on my bittersweet moments. As you know, I generally will tend to talk about Rome or places that I've been visiting. Today's my birthday. This episode is going up on August 6th, uh, but I am taping on my birthday, August 3rd. And last night, my husband took me out for uh, an aperitivo on a rooftop in Rome and Then dinner in one of the most beautiful piazzas of the city. And we decided to go out the night before my birthday because the restaurant I wanted to go to was closed on my birthday, which fell on a Monday this year. So, after a lot of debate about, you know, should we try to invite friends? It's impossible, kind of, in August because in August, everyone is away, everyone except us. So, uh, you know, should we? take Aurelio, should we go with family? We ended up deciding just to go out, the two of us. And from the moment I stepped in our elevator to go out, I had this scent, a perfume, a cologne really, a man's cologne, following me the entire night. It was the most bizarre thing. I stepped into the elevator and I smelled Fahrenheit, which is I think by Christian Dior. And if you live in Europe, or particularly Italy, you're probably very familiar with this perfume because it's extremely popular here among young, young men. And it has been for decades, literally. And it's still, I guess, as popular as ever. But my husband doesn't wear it and doesn't really wear cologne, very often at least. And it was clearly from someone who had been in the elevator before me. I know you're wondering where this is going, but just stick with me. When I first came to Italy, not the very first visit here, but the first time I stayed here for any length of time and was, you know, sort of on my own as a music student doing um, a festival in the summer, I believe it was between my sophomore and junior years in college. I'll let you speculate about how long ago that was, but um, I met and dated my very first Italian boyfriend. Sorry, I, it was actually the year later. It was it was between my junior and, and senior years. Not that it matters, but just in my head it matters. So I was 20 years old, almost 21, and I had a very brief romance with an Italian, a Sicilian actually. And if you want to hear a little bit more about that, I don't go into it in much detail, but I do talk about it a little more in episode 282 Romance. I talk about a lot of different romances in that episode, not just about this guy. But the point is, this guy wore Fahrenheit. The scent has stayed with me ever since, even though it was only a month-long romance, maybe even less than that, because that time in my life was not just about this guy who I had a major crush on and broke my heart, but it was really about my first experience quote unquote, living in Italy, even though it was only a month long. But I was here, I was in this town of Lucca, I was living with a family, I was going to the supermarket, I was meeting friends in piazzas, going out, going to nightclubs, having a romance with an Italian. And as a 20 year old who'd always dreamed of living in Italy since I was 12 or 13 years old, It was really the first my real true first taste of it. And so that scent has remained with me and every time I smell it, I don't just think about this guy who, you know, has become just a random memory, but really about the time, about that moment in my life. So I I smell this scent in the elevator and I probably remarked on it. We went out, we went to a beautiful little, not very well known rooftop in Rome at the Dom Hotel. It was very nice, it was very tranquil. We had a glass of Prosecco and I smelled it again and it couldn't have been left over from my home's, my apartment building's elevator, (laughs) but I smelled it again and I sort of felt that step back in time once again. Later on, as we were sitting and having dinner, we went to Osteria del Ingenio, which is A very simple osteria, very good food, but not one of the fancy restaurants in Rome that you might pick to go to on your birthday. It's a pretty typical Italian restaurant, except that right now, because of the virus, and I mentioned this on a recent episode talking to Katie, they have been allowed to put tables out into Piazza di Pietra. Piazza di Pietra is one of the most beautiful piazzas in Rome. It's got this unbelievable backdrop of the ruins of Hadrian's Temple, and it's just lovely. There are never usually very many people there, just locals, people in the area walking through or going to the the bars that happen to be in that piazza, which are just a few. And we stumbled in there, into the piazza, at about nine o'clock, and there was a light show going on. It was, it was the most beautiful thing. It was a recreation and a story of that temple created with lasers onto the actual temple itself with a backdrop of music. And it was very dramatic. It was, it was just one of those serendipity moments where you just stumble upon something that you weren't expecting, and it's just lovely, and it's just delightful. And so that was sort of a nice little interlude in my birthday evening. But we ended up sitting down and... Um, And having our meal, which was delicious and took a long time arriving, but it was almost nice because that meant we just got to sit in this gorgeous piazza for even more time. And as I was sort of finishing up the meal and feeling very satisfied, I looked up at the tops of the buildings around me and I could see the top of Hadrian's temple. And it really could have been almost any piazza in any Italian city. And in the city of Lucca, there are beautiful piazzas as well. And all over Italy, there are ancient ruins in the city, Uh, particularly if you go to the south of Italy, in Sicily, there are many Greek ruins just right there in the middle of the city, similar to what you'd find in Rome. And I sort of looked up and the night sky was just the most beautiful color. And there was something in the air. It It was probably also the two glasses of wine, but it wasn't only that, and it wasn't only that, you know, I was hours away from my birthday. There was something that was just taking me back to that time, that first time I lived in Italy, and I wasn't feeling particularly nostalgic about that time. What I was feeling was, when I was in Italy in that summer, the summer I turned 21, I was so incredibly happy at that time and fulfilled by the place that I was and by everything I was doing and so consumed by it and living in that moment so fully. And at that moment, that's really when the true seed was born of my desire to come and live in Italy. So much of my desire to live here was fueled by those first few experiences I had in Italy and how beautiful they were and how how picturesque, you know, I can't deny the fact that I fell in love with the picturesque aspect of Italy that might not be the true Italy, but what are you going to do? I was an American, young American tourist. What I felt instead was, at that moment last night, was this is what I wanted. This is what I dreamed of. And I'm living it. I'm doing it. I'm here. Several years later, I am back. I'm here. I've been here for many years. And the love that I have for an Italian evening, a perfect summer night in Italy, has not faded. It's not something that, you know, oh, you know, I went to Italy on a vacation when I was 20 and I couldn't wait to go back. And, you know, you relive that moment and it lasts one evening. I've been here for almost 16 years and my adoration of this city really hasn't changed. More than adoration, my ability to appreciate these subtle moments, the warm breeze blowing on your bare shoulders as you sit in front of a glorious ancient monument having a simple but delicious meal with someone that you love. Maybe it's not strange that I appreciated it. Maybe anyone would have. I'm sure anyone would have. But It just really struck me somehow and I couldn't help smiling as I looked up at the buildings and Claudia said, what are you thinking about? And I just said, this is what I wanted and I'm living it right now. And there are obviously moments of frustration and moments of difficulty and I certainly don't live in Piazza di Pietra and I certainly don't have a view of ancient ruins or or medieval rooftops out my window, but I'm still in this city that is still an incredible gift. And I don't know that I have a message here. Other than that, if you do dream of moving someplace, and I know that right now is probably not the moment you're going to be able to make that happen, but don't give up on that and don't think that your reasons for loving that place are superficial because the beauty of a summer night in Italy could be considered superficial. But if you love it, you love it. And if it brings you joy, you might as well follow that joy. After dinner, we walked for a little while through the city and it was It was amazing. I mean, obviously, as you know well, I visited Rome and walked through the city a lot in the month or two after lockdown. And I was so stunned by the emptiness of the city. But this was something different. The city was not empty, it was just the right amount of people. It was just the perfect amount. There were tourists, not tons of them, but there were tourists. There were Italians of all ages. But what I noticed about the city was it was so incredibly hushed. That is the word that came to me. As we were walking down this one lonely street, there was no one on this particular street, I smelled the scent of that perfume again so strongly that I stopped and I said to Claudia, are you wearing Fahrenheit by Christian Dior? Is that why I keep smelling it? And he said, no, no, I'm not wearing it. And We stopped outside a gelateria, and it wasn't one of those little hole-in-the-wall gelaterias that you know if you're a local. It wasn't one of the most touristy ones either. It was sort of a middle-of-the-road uh, as far as popularity. But it was a very, very beautiful one. And it was a place that I would never really go. I would generally tend to go to, you know, the little artisan gelateria that I know. And it's sort of down a back alley. And this was, you know, and Claudia said, should we, should we get a gelato here? And I was standing outside this gelateria. And it just again felt totally transported back to a time when i was a tourist or at least someone who hadn't been there very long and i felt like i felt like here i am in rome it felt so new to me it felt like i had just moved there or i was there on vacation it was the strangest thing and as we got our ice cream and we walked around the corner the pantheon came into sight and There were people milling around the square. It wasn't empty, but everyone was so quiet. I said to Claudia, I said, can you believe how hushed the city is? And I couldn't really translate that word to him because, I mean, you could say silencioso, but it wasn't silent. There were people talking. There was sounds, but everything was just so... It was just like they had just turned down the dial on the whole city, and everything was more quiet, and everything was more tranquil, And the word he came up with was garbato, which I haven't really looked up the translation of that to get an exact translation, but I've always believed that that means more polite, quiet in a polite sense. And that's also an interesting way of seeing it. It was the opposite of the raucous, brash, loud city that, I mean, I love that aspect of the city too, but it was a totally different thing. It was like being in a small Italian town, a town like Lucca, you know, it's got lots of people in it, but it's not this heaving metropolis that is inundated with thousands and thousands of tourists at all times. And to walk through the city like that, to have this scent in my head that kept recalling a time in my youth when I first fell in love with Italy, all I can tell you, it was an unbelievably magical night. I just wanted to share that with all of you. And thank you for indulging my probably romantic and sentimental story, but I thought it was a fitting bittersweet moment for my birthday. This has been your midweek bittersweet moment. Join us again. Thanks for joining us subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you love it, leave us a good review and tell all of your friends about us. Also, if you have an idea for a bittersweet moment, send it to us by email or voice memo. We're at bittersweetlife@mail.com, or find us using the contact page at the bittersweetlife.net.